Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy and to my left is... Daniel Kruper. And to my right is... Joe Scrabbles. All right. The big boys. The sexy boys. The original the original big boys. The slime boys. Slime boys. Known around town as the slime boys. Um, what? That's is this a new thing? Call. Well, you know, uh, Rory's girlfriend called us the jocks of the gaming industry. What? Someone else has said that right yeah. before. Right before I... Wait, I was going to say right before I Chinese burned it. Probably can't say that, can we? No. Nope. Beat Bardale. <laughs> He's not beeping it. It's fine. Um, yes, he called us the jocks of the, of the gaming industry because we shout a lot when we drink. Just before we went to Gamescom and spent the entire week shouting, I'm a Roni boy for life. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, but we are Roni boys for life. I um, sent you all a text after Gamescom that I had got so used to chanting at everything we do yeah. that I woke up one morning, pressed snooze on my phone and quietly chanted to myself nine more minutes nine, nine more minutes nine more. <laughs> I, I went mad I'm nine more so, minutes boy for <laughs> life we did, we, we did a lot of stuff that night um, yeah. a friend of ours texted me he was like oh like oh I know about your talents now and I was like what are you what are you talking about and then she sent me a picture of me deep thrusting a corona what what I don't it's, remember that at I d- all well I don't yeah, like, I had a sore throat the next day but no you didn't nah. Daniel. I, I nearly lost my passport. We invented a new sport. It was a good trip. Oh yeah, yeah. games as well, weren't they? Yeah, we did some games. We've done we've done we've a Gamescom thing. We've done all that. That's yeah. fine. Did you talk well you, on the last podcast you wouldn't have talked about Spookovich. We did not because it was the day that we invented it. But if you the come to our, either our it horror movie quiz yeah. or podcast four hundred, yeah. ask any one of us about Spookovich and we'll give you a demonstration. Yeah, we've got so much live shit going on. Yeah. And then don't give that Um they've got so much live shit going on there, too. We've got it quiz. Tuesday the fifth, but you can't come to that if you listen to this podcast. Sign up's done. Sign Is up's it done? Yeah. Oh, I've uh, got the IGN UK podcast on Friday, September. 15th. You can't come to that if you don't have a ticket because that's sold out. <laughs> sold out. <laughs> uh, Fingy Fest. Yes. On October fourteenth, tickets yes. haven't got gone up yet. Yeah. Might be by this time the podcast is out. Yes. But we haven't got around to it. Well, yeah. But you might be able to come to that. So. <laughs> oh, it's just occurred to me if there's uh, here we go no draft beer at the it, uh, at the podcast four hundred. Yeah. We're going to have to bring our own pine glasses for Spookowitch. Let's still have pine... Oh, that's a good point, actually. Put them on their ledge. I guess people... Yeah, no, it's probably cool. bottles. Because I guess people won't be... Buy, like, the only reason, p- p- reason they would have it is for people to buy pints of Coke. Mm. We can mm. play Spookowitch right now. Speaking about pints of Coke, that fucking... We were so hungover the last day of Gamescom. Oh, we went to that little fucking poxy German little restaurant. German restaurant, which is amazing food. But kept we were like, oh, can, we, all right can, we get, can we all get Diet Cokes? We were like, yeah, fine. They kept a, bringing thim- out, a thimble. I necked it. Yeah, like, a thimble of Diet Coke. Sort your fucking selves out, Germany. And also, can't pay you by card anywhere in Cologne. <laughs> Something wrong Grow with Germany. Up. They don't have card machines Shut them yet. down. Shut them down. Some uh, Irish guys got really angry at me when I asked to pay by card once. Really? Yeah, I asked for three Coronas and tried to pay by card. He's like, absolutely not. I said, what if I get four? He went, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, right. uh, the shop around the corner from me, you can buy four because they're only a pound each. That's why you can buy four for four pounds. Um, oh. red, red stripes are only a pound each around the corner. How much is five? 
five pound. Ooh, right. economies so, of scale. That. When, I, when, I, when I go in there and I haven't got any cash on me, they I go in there so much now. They let me pay on card. What they without, absorb without, the cost without charging me. Ina, they know. Yeah. They know it's in their best interest. Yeah. See how to far wave you can, the fee. See how far you can push that. Yeah. How low you Crunchy. can get. What well, thing is. I'm always shaking when I'm buying them, so they know they need to get him, get it in me quick, <laughs> all, all over. <laughs> Otherwise, he's never coming back. Do you know what? As like shit beer goes, Red Stripe. I'm is all fan right. of Red Stripe. Yeah, it's good. No oh, please say it was horrid. No, I, was no, like, no. I don't mind. Why do you think I'm buying so much uh, of it? But shakes. <laughs> it's a compulsion. It's a chemical compulsion. Do you know what else is good? Yes. Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's like <laughs> seamless, wasn't it? Uh, Game of Thrones finale this week. Hour twenty. That bad boy was big. Uh, it's good. I liked it. For the most part. Oh, cool. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched that at 2 a.m. Did you? Yeah, I stayed up because, you know, bank holiday and I'm crazy like that. How are we approaching this? Spoilers? I think got to. Yeah, I think we'll do spoilers for the next <sighs> seven put, minutes. Should I put on a timer? Yeah. All right. Why? So from now, so that people so can, can skip, go, skip ahead forward and exactly not accidentally get... Oh, so we've got to stop after seven yeah. minutes. Yeah. Okay, seven hard, minutes. It's a hard cut. Seven okay. minutes from now, we will not seven be talking about Game of Thrones. from when I say got, Sweet. Like, the, like the acronym. So three, two, one. Got things that I liked uh, having all those characters in one place for the first time. For me, I even know they're like not WrestleMania. All the same it was like WrestleMania. It felt like the Avengers. Like it felt like having all those people. Like it's just been all yeah. these stories coming together. You had a lot like, of that so far in the season, but like just two or three, yeah. and then eventually all of them culmination. I think just having fucking just Tyrion looking over at Cersei again, like mm. that was amazing. Uh, having Jamie in the middle of it all, it's just. Perfect. The Clegane's. Um, that did, uh, is, was so good. I kind of yeah. didn't lie that Cersei lied again. Yeah, because it kind of undermines her scene with Tyrion. And yeah. also... It absolutely it, undermines that it scene. It also no, just like... It undermines Tyrion, which is fine, because he's mm. still being more noble yeah. than his sister. I guess so. I'm down with it. It's fine. She's going to lie it's until very she true. dies. It's yeah, fine. It's very true to I her character. Call, I called her a C word. <laughs> what, Cersei? When I realised that she was lying again, I was like, oh, just fuck off, you... I was just like, just get Chinese on with it. It's just like, come on. <laughs> what do you not get about this situation? It, it done my head in. It was just like, <laughs> so much of it. But like, so much of it does my head in when the sense of like, Jon Snow's down there for that one reason and then he just goes, oh no, I can't do it. Fuck off, Jon. Just say you're going to do it for fuck's sake. Uh, you know what? Uh, no, <laughs> I can call him a cunt. <laughs> one, of my one of my favorite things in that episode, because it's the first time in this series where it felt like Game of Thrones was being a bit like naughty with what it's allowed to put on TV. Really? It's having two of our heroes yeah. commit the act of incest. Yeah in a dramatically ironic way mm. whilst someone talks about how they're definitely committing incest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's like good filmmaking. It's a good like flip because the very first episode of Game of Thrones was like the shock reveal of incest. Yeah. That's the thing. And it's like they were the villainous characters and it was associated with them. It, but yeah. now it's like, oh, actually quite, I'm all right Everyone's with this. Yeah. All the way through, we've been led to believe that incest only creates monsters. Yeah. What's it gonna create now? Because you're you've read the books. The Targaryens, they were all about incest. Oh, they bumped yeah. each other until they went mad. That's what the whole Mad King's thing's about. Unless the fan theory is about Bran sending him mad in the past. Oh true. yeah, yeah. If they're like the Peacock family from the X Files episode, they are, <laughs> but with Except more power and less uggos. <laughs> yeah. um, I swear to God, if it if the whole twist of the show is that Bran's a fucking time traveler. I'm going to go mad. That's absolutely what it is. No, it's not. Like if that's if that's how everything started, fuck Game of Thrones. I think, I think that was the only thing. Like I cannot stand Sam Tyler and I cannot stand Bran. And to have like a really big scene like that right at the end of the series with them two leading it, 
dumb I edited. Also that, I like Santa. But also like it's a weird reveal. It's like a second reveal of the yeah. thing that's already been revealed. Worst thing about yeah. that, fucking Sam taking credit for reading that I book. I know. Yeah. It was Gilly. It was Gilly. <laughs> yeah. Gilly and he did wasn't it. even paying attention. He was like, shut up. That's also like <laughs> at the time. Uh, also, also, it's weirdly he was weirdly dismissive of it at the time. Yeah. Even though you think she's just reading something, those yeah. are about really important, a really important person. I feel like you maybe should pay attention yeah. to this because yeah. everything that's going on is about who the rightful succession of that throne. Yeah, yeah. Idiot. Grow up, Sam. Idiot. Um, I think we we talked about it a little bit in the office earlier, but I did genuinely really like and actually, even though it was kind of playing on. It's kind of like a shit reveal, but like when uh, she d- gives the nod to the mountain to kill Jamie, and then you're like, "Are they going to do that?" Motherfucker, this guy's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he doesn't kill me because I don't believe him. Walks off. I was like, I felt slightly cheated because yeah. of the way it's that good. I felt emotionally. Yeah, yeah. But no. I also was just like, "Yeah, well done," because I get that emotion rush. I was but like, also, "That's the Jamie's perfect." Like, I really perfect. like Jamie. Like, yeah, everyone really likes him. Jamie now. Like he's gone over such a great art with the audience. Yeah, like that yeah. scene when he talks in the bath about being the Kingslayer mm, yeah. and he broke down. It's like everyone thought thinks that easy was it? Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Um, we should cover Littlefinger's death, which yeah, is that was because we've talked a lot about this series not providing many surprises it feels like everything's on the path you would expect it to be yeah but even though i kind of it made sense as it was happening there was no part of me that thought that was going to happen going into it and so that turnaround was just such a lovely like oh they can still fuck with us it's a great variation of that dynamic because the start kids the start family have been on the receiving end of that scenario so many times so for them to pull it on someone else is like really satisfying for it to be such a like shitty death for him when when he goes like like from trying to be commanding to like begging on his knees absolute coward also him doing that thing is He's just casting around for every idea he can have until yeah. the last thing he can possibly do when is he's, get on his knees and beg. Like, when he's yeah, always so been the puppet master. Fucking um, weak Because you've read shit. the books. There was one thing that really I, I don't understand. I don't know if you'll be able to like, shed some light on it. When, like, obviously it's a big reveal when they're having that meeting and they, they bring the zombie back from north of the wall. Yeah. And they're all really shocked that there's this zombie. Yeah. But what's the mountain? Yeah, yeah. Like, no why are they freaked out? Like the the maester is like, oh, so you've what? done this. I, no, I think the maester the maester's reaction is more. He's like, he's, I, I want to see what the yeah, hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's like because like, I feel like that's, that's what be, I feel like that's what's building up to the maester, where he's just like he's seen what possible there, and he's just like he's now going to build Cersei a zombie army. Yeah, that's what I think. The books have never have yeah. made it even less clear what's happened to the mountain. Like the yeah. implication is he's Frankenstein's boy. He's, he's yeah. a Frankenstein boy. He's a Frankenstein bitch. He's a Frankie B. But they they never get into they never really talk about what he looks like behind the helmet or anything. Yeah, We've got a minute and a half, boys. Um, so the show's revealing of his fucked up eyes and stuff is a bit more than the books ever do. So right, okay. Yeah. It is weird. because Everyone's, like, everyone's like, like shot like, <gasps> people come yeah. back from the dead. Well, right Even there. his brother's just like, you look bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> what? That's the clay game bowl then. Is it, still, is it still the same dude inside that? Is yeah. it still that? It's, yeah. that it's, the, it's not yeah. the guy it's the from the first guy, season, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the first season guy played the giant. 1-1. One, one. Really? The, the giant that's the friendly giant oh. who yeah. gets killed. That's, oh. that's the original mountain. Oh, nice. So they didn't bin him off. That's nice. Interesting. We're not talking that's about spoilers. Good. We've got a minute left. What else do we want to spoil? 45 uh, seconds. What do we want to spoil? The, uh, dragon, dead dragon, come back to life. I'm so yeah. happy that my prediction that the show would, uh, this season would end with the wall falling down. Yeah. yeah. Has Blue to. fire. Come on. Yeah. Bit cliche. Um, but yeah, that was good. I'm, I'm glad it leaves it just like 
There's lots just, of there's lots of resolution it, on people, yeah. but the events are still like, what the yeah. fuck's going to happen? Everyone's moving around. John's going to ride a dragon in season two, uh, in the final season, yeah. one each. What do you think, if she gets pregnant, she's going to give birth to? Uh, dragon spider. Dragon spider? Dragon, well, no. Dragon wolf. Dragon wolf. <gasps> Hello. Hello. That would be good. Imagine if it turned out John had gone with Cersei. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet. That was Game of Thrones finale. Very good. I really liked it. There you go. That concludes um, the spoilers. That concludes the spoilers. But there has been a lot of stuff spoilt by a lot of American people. This I had series. some of our colleagues spoiling. So did events. I. Tweeting out pictures from yeah. the final episode. Come we, on now. I like. We had uh, some good news this week in that Thor Ragnarok's been brought forward even more mm. in this country. So. Any Americans who listen to this podcast and may have spoiled something for someone, your days are numbered. If Red Hulk what? turns up, you're going to know about it. <laughs> can't, check, can't check their emails for a month. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Krupa, you've been playing Uncharted Lost Legacy. I cannot wait to play this. Have you not even started? No, oh, I haven't. You started. I haven't got it yesterday. Um, I've played for like two hours. Yeah. And it is, I'm not going to say a very original thing here. It is very good. It is an Uncharted game. It is more of Uncharted 4. Hey, in what's bite-sized th- format? What's this I hear about some open world shit? Yeah, it's open world in the same sense that there were those like open world pockets okay. in Uncharted 4. So right, you go to okay. an area and it's like, it's not linear, but you can take out it through stealth if you want. Okay. So it's kind of like these little playgrounds where you can zip around on like, the, we're using the, what's it called? Grappling hook. Grappling hook. Yeah. So a lot of the main mechanics from Uncharted 4, like i.e. the car and the grappling hook are in there. Yeah, it looks very, very pretty and very nice. Although I would say Chloe handles strangely, like wow. the like opening a section, like a beat, like a bistro. What's the line? She's looks like, built like a steakhouse, but handles like a bistro. She <laughs> handles that? like she handles. Oh. She handles like a wonky Morrison's trolley. Yeah, like she always like pulling to one side, and she's like really animated. So, so it looks amazing when you're like going through those tight environments, and you're like. Yeah pushing people aside like the first Assassin's Creed concept mm. trailer or like interacting with stuff. Yeah. But when you just, like, finally reached the Assassin's yeah. Creed concept But just trailer. occasionally though, like, when you're just going around normal level, it's just, I don't know, it feels really floaty and mm. weird. You just got a fucked controller. But, I might do, I spill um, stuff on it. Um, stuff. But, so the opening Jack section is it. that one they showed at PSX where no one knew what it was and you're yeah. like, is it Tomb Raider? And it does look fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, it like, is genuinely stunning like That's, i've been playing around with the photo mode more than anything that was yeah. in last of us just zooming out going just, no one could ever see this bit of the level yeah. but that's probably taken someone a month <laughs> Can, does an uncharted game without the big players hold up i think they're like they're quite big but chloe's a yeah, decent size it's not it's not she's not drake it's, it's not, not the main 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 what what are it's they not Nate what, Dog. what are they like to hang out with as people i like chloe i think she's an interesting character yeah. i like I th- it feels, I know like Drake is a likable character, but at the end of the day, it's running across rooftops as they slowly yeah. melt and blow apart and stuff. Like, it's just somebody else like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. And like, it's still really enjoyable. I wonder yeah. what, I wonder. So I think this is a good test for them because obviously they wrapped up the Drake trilogy yeah well quadrilogy and then they need to like keep that franchise going so this is a good test of like can we sustain this with other characters i always thought like eventually they'll move on to drake's kid yeah i I thought i thought that's what this was gonna be i I guess this is like a good mediator before getting to that i think if they decide to make a canonical fifth you know like here's the fifth installment of our story yeah it will be 
his kid. Yeah, or you could always but, go do young Indiana Jones. But that's it. Yeah, and that's but that's the thing. They're doing that thing where they're saying, "Well, there's loads of stories we can tell in the Uncharted world, so we might just keep making standalone adventures like this." Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine with like, that. I like that. So the, the Sully the, the in the sixties, yeah, and like the period, a period Uncharted would be really cool. Yeah, mate. Sully in the sixties, about. <laughs> but what is it? <laughs> it's just rolling cigars on the thighs of virgins. Mm. What? You that's that, that's your next that's, game, Naughty Dog. If you're listening, you are a Naughty Dog. <laughs> Uncharted Lost Legacy, Joe and Krupa, mm. a game you both like. You've been banging on about for quite some time as you played it at the loading bar, hammered. Wind, oh, wind hey, now. hey now, it is brilliant. Windjammers yeah. is magic, and it Just came out, out surprisingly yesterday. Yes, I think. I don't yeah. think we knew the release date beforehand. No, certainly I didn't. So I sent everyone a message. Go, Windjammers. <laughs> so Windjammers is the game that I've heard about for years and years. Like, yeah. um, it's a Neo Geo game, wasn't it? It was, and it's become this like absolute cult classic. So apparently, it's huge in France. The really? French love it. I, I have no idea why, but they've got a huge to this day before this release had a huge tournament scene for it yeah um but just nowhere else really but now it's here I'm so really, I'm, yeah couldn't, couldn't if you know it nothing about it what is it Joe? it is uh flying power disc is its subtitle it's okay. essentially tennis but with frisbees but the frisbees can be thrown at a speed uh at which your player is knocked over right. by the sheer flaming power of a power disc okay um so it's kind of like mega pong in a way, you've got two characters on either side of the uh, stage and you're just trying to get it past the other one into scoring zones. And it's brilliant. It's two buttons, and but it somehow turns that into this really brilliant... Like, it's not rock, paper, scissors, but it is that no. feeling of... It's a bit like one thing will could be counter, another. yeah, and also yeah. it's like we were talking about this. Like tennis is really good for video games. Yeah. Yeah, no one makes tennis games anymore. No. It's mad. And tennis just like one on, games. just like one on one, like slowly, like skill, but also mind games. Yeah. Like I'm going to put this right. You're going to go right again, and it's yeah. very simple dynamic. That's the basis of lots of games. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also wrapped in this this crazy rapper. Yeah, where these like really ripped people on a beach. So this this port is. <laughs> Straight up, it's the Neo Geo game up-resed. Yeah. Uh, it's still in 4x3. Like, oh, cool. So you, it doesn't, you know, it, it, it is the em. original game. Um, apart from... <laughs> Just really wide. Yeah. <laughs> apart from uh, the online mode, which apparently is a bit shaky, which okay. is a shame. Um, but I know... You want to be playing this locally, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah. yeah, we've been playing it on arcade machines and just... You get really intense about yeah. it. Like, it's it's very cool. And, yeah, I'm really glad it's out because I think if people take a punt, it's like 12 quid. And that's a... You know, I think what you want to do, you want to you buy it and then invite a load of your mates around, yeah. get some Ronies in yeah. and play Windjammers. That's a night. We should, actually, we should actually do that one night. Yeah, we should. Here. Until... Because you kind of explained it to me a little bit, but I'd sort of forgotten about it. Mm. And then you'd said, Krupa said, oh, I want to play it on the fight sticks that we've got. Yeah. So in my head, it was a fighting game. So before I, I had a go of it myself, I was like, I thought it was a fighting game. Mm. And I was really excited about it because Dale was super excited about it. And Dale's good at doing it. Me and Dale are good at fighting games. Yeah. But I think I'm slightly better at fighting games than Dale. But he does this thing where he gets 
good at fighting games and then I come in and fucking blast him <laughs> and I was really looking forward to this he's going to love game, editing this he doesn't listen to it back it's fine <laughs> but I remember when we were playing Injustice 2 on that night and like by the time I got my eye in Fuming. I beat him a lot in one thing and that, it really bugs me how naturally good you and are and then I was just shouting it. Daigo at him Daigo <laughs> Not, I remember the inaugural time this happened it was at our Christmas party a few oh, years ago and it's just like it's just so a bit of fun it's good. Christmas you know, we've yeah. got some consoles set up in a pub been drinking since midday yeah. and the street fire in the corner, it's like, Gav, do you fancy a game? Yeah. Yes, I do, Dale. <laughs> Dale was like, Oh, I'm all you, I'm pretty good at Street Fighter. Are you? Uh, Dale, oh, Dale's off home. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. He was furious. So we're playing on this like massive screen in front of everyone, like, no one is watching. So it's not like the end of the karate kid mm. or anything, as much as I'd like it to look. <laughs> like, just, the other yeah. guy just went off. <laughs> but yeah, it's just me and Dale going toe to toe and me giving him a paste in. But unfortunately, Windjammers is not that, and he'd probably be better than me either, because it's not fighting game. You might game, still be able to give him a paste in. It's, it's, a like, it's a bit like a fight game. It's got the it's got the, the kind of... Temper. Yeah, the feel, and like the psych out, like you were talking about, the psychological aspect. Yeah. There's yeah. something really nice about just like, in the corner, in, in the, the corner, corner, in the corner, oh. and then little lob oh, just falls. Yeah. Cheeky. Like a little windsock. I think it's brilliant. I, know, we should definitely arrange that now where we're playing. Yeah. Everyone office. get it. Do you remember when we went to we went to Glasgow and we played a game that was like Windjammers? When you were explaining to me, it reminded me of a game that we played. Oh, and it, vaguely. There, there was like games on there. Vaguely. I was bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> so it could have been. So there we are. <laughs> Glaswegian game like Windjammers. And <laughs> speaking about giving Dale a paste in. All right. Uh, I invented a game last week and I beat him and he owes me £2. He doesn't give it to me yet. Um, but me and Dale went on a little adventure to New York to see... SummerSlam, the wrestling ev- event. <laughs> the, the wrestling. Well, you're not allowed to call it a fight, which I learned multiple oh, you're not. times. Like you can't, they're, not fights, no. they're not Nerf guns. Mm, yeah, kind of like ma- matches. Matches is fine. Match makes sense. Uh, event. I hear the word event a lot. Don't like event. Card. Pageant. Experience. That's the thing, though. Sometimes they say fight, and they say, oh, and who else is on the card? And that's a very boxing thing, like yeah, a boxing yeah. card. Mm. But you're not allowed to say fight. Fuck it. Wise up. Um, but we went to New York. I took Dale on a little adventure. He'd never been to an American pay-per-view before. And Dale is a massive wrestling nerd. Um, so it was like going away with a kid to Christmas land if that kid really likes Christmas. If that kid couldn't organise his shit in a fighting game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got to go. It was awesome. We got to meet a lot of wrestlers. And... Like, I get really excited by wrestling stuff, even though I'm not super into wrestling. But for, de- like, interv- interviewing people is fine. Like, don't get nervous or anything like that. But to see Dale get, like, slightly nervous and, like, there'd be people coming up. Like, Dale's quite a cool character. Mm. Um, and you, you don't get... He's, he's quite composed. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. quite composed. But then, then, basically, while we're setting up, me going to Dale, um, did you want to photo with him? Dale's like... <laughs> Who, who's the one he got most nervous around do you think Shinsuke Nakamura he got quite uh, he's just an amazing like Japanese wrestler he got really excited by that um, who else did he get excited by me it was like it was more uh, when people would just walk because like these things are so informal well, yeah I saw it's like the mental. footage you, that everyone's just in a room and it's yeah. like they're just ambling about so it's, it's like, not like a think junket about, like, going to like yeah going to a movie junket it's so formal yeah. and like it almost like it's like being at school because yeah, you sit outside a room like yeah. waiting for the headmaster to like and you've got four minutes you're done with this it's a super chilled out it looked thing like a Disney breakfast yeah where you go and meet all the characters it's essentially that Disney breakfast like, um, you've never been to one I've never been to one I know what it is I met Jasmine over a bowl of cornflakes 
I've never been to one. It's amazing. Um, and then they just bring them in. But then because of that, you just see them hanging about. Like we saw like uh, Braun Strowman just working out in the hotel gym. So we're all standing outside just watching this giant man going through it. But like, mm. it, it, was, it was just awesome. But like we have got a lot of videos. So the game I invented was... Uh, you had to bet on... You can't invent, invent betting. <laughs> <laughs> we bet... We, a little game I call gambling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not... I'm building it up. But basically, I bet we bet for each round. But I beat Dale, and he owes me £2. He's been suspiciously silent about that on the way uh, home, even though I went on about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Two quid. Come on, yeah. mate. Pay up. There was this awesome bit, though, where I mentioned to Dale before getting on the plane that I, I really needed a poo, and I forgot to get one. Because the night before, we'd had our Rocket League uh, night at uh, Loading Bar where I'd had a skinful a skinful oh, well, did you nearly not make your flight it, it was so close it's, I, I'm <laughs> annoyed at myself that's how close it was like that's I the to, first time ever <laughs> I had to be I had to be at the airport at 7.30 in the morning I woke up at 10 to 7 not at Heathrow um, <laughs> just in my house which is like a good yeah, it's a good minutes. decent it's like a good, good way like I, I've done but like you, you're coming minutes. to rush hour yeah yeah, yeah that's the thing um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's the thing I thought of when I woke up but you uh, know the most psycho thing I didn't even set an alarm I didn't even set an alarm just woke up with the lights on um, I, and uh, I so you go to bed going leave the lights on that would be my alarm I just couldn't believe I hadn't set an alarm like I was that's so mad, close to missing yeah. that um, so I, yeah so it went off uh, I, instantly I, I woke up and I went you fucking crisp like, I just couldn't believe it that I'd done it. Um, so managed to get an Uber, managed to get there, chilled texts in the way. Everyone's like, oh, hey, Gav, you're going to be here at 7.30? Yeah, a bit of traffic, innit? So I'll probably be there just a bit after. No one should ever trust you. 10 past 8, nah. I got there. But fear went through. What time was your flight? Half 10. Ah. I know. It was just basically there'd been alerts. Uh, uh, right, so you should get in there mad early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. What were we worried about? But this is the best thing, because I told Dale, because I was rushing through... Um, we'd have breakfast. I, I, I basically forgot to have uh, number two before getting on the plane, and it's only like seven hours, something like that. I saw Instagram stories about this. Yeah, yeah. so we were I, looking at them together, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. So I got on. So we got on the flight, and it, it like no seats. When we checked in, there was like no good seats left. But managed to get an aisle seat, fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> sat down, and as it starts filling up, I noticed that the exit row. Uh, like with the, just the one with the massive gap in front of you, that's literally nothing in front of you. There's only one guy on there, so I'm looking at it for ages. I'm like, that's I'm going, I'm going. got Gav's name on it. What the man? <laughs> yeah. So I was like watching it for ages, and then I see them shut the door, and as soon as the door shut, I was clipped out. Uh, was, <laughs> like Dale's sitting like two rows behind me. I'm clipped out. I've gone there. I've like I even left my Made it switch. Your own. I left my switch. You always doing like, that. You yeah. left it on a flight back <laughs> yeah, from did. Germany. Um, sat sat down. Thing. This uh, American woman comes over to me and goes, Sir, is that your original seat? And I was like, No, it's not. But I noticed it was empty, so I thought I'd come down. She was like, You're going to have to go back to your original seat. And I was like, Really? And I, but I, I stood up and I was like, Really? How come? Like, when, do you mean air hostess or just random American busybody? No, no, no. It's an air hostess. Oh, okay, Sorry, good. Yeah. Um, and she was like, If it was a, uh, if it was a normal busybody, I would have. Well, I was waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that story. Um, you crisp. <laughs> so she's like, You're going to have to go back to your seat. And she was like, She's quite, she's a lot younger than me. And I just, you should always just do it because you thought she had to. And I said, what about when the plane takes off and it's still empty? And she was like, well, I'd have to explain you uh, the exit procedure. And I was like, can you just explain to me now? And I'll sit in there right now. I was like, surely we need someone watching that, right? Like, because what you happens? You didn't make that. Yeah, better, did. better there's a guy no one sitting on there. No, there's one guy. 
Like, I said, I said, surely we need someone watching now, right? And she was like, okay, do you think you can open that in an emergency? And I went, yeah. And she went, okay, you can sit there. But she was like, can you ask next time, please? And I was like, yes, no problem. And sat there. And never but the, will. in all this, Dale hadn't seen all this. So all no. Dale has seen is me telling him I really need a shit, then me getting up. And then Dale, I think he Instagram got Yeah, that's what we all thought. Yeah. Gone it's for a, a poop. See, perception is reality. Like, that was our reality. During takeoff. <laughs> then it's like, okay, he's been gone for like 10, 15 minutes. Gav's and then he starts taking off. He's like, right, where's Gav? Um, but then when I go back, he was just like, where'd you go? And I was like, a little thing going on, man. Uh, so was there a second <laughs> exit row seat? Yeah, there was Next one seat. in the middle. Yeah. Why didn't you just get Dale and let him sit there? Uh, I said, do you want to come sit there? No, but, but then he was like, ah, we'll have to explain the exit procedure. Yeah, yeah. And Dale was, well, he, not, was on he, on didn't he didn't want it. He didn't want the response. Like, what's better? Go on I bet I middle with leg room. Middle middle with you, leg can room get, you can get out yeah. whenever you want. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was, Dale turned it down. It wasn't not it. for Dale. No, well, not, right, not for Dale. That's a little something Fair about play. Dale for everyone. Not just wanted to, for him. Just wanted to make sure he's got an amazing bunch of videos of like because SummerSlam was brilliant. The last match in SummerSlam was just fantastic. It's just four massive men battering the shit out of each other, and someone <clears> uh, tips an announcer's table onto somebody else. And Dale's got a video that you've got to see it. We're just like, yeah! it was amazing <laughs> following your Instagram stories and like you obviously you winning the bets. So yeah. you looking more and more happy. It's really funny. And just Dale looking more and more hammered. <laughs> but then we got to visit SummerSlam. So that's yeah, good. Exactly. Stack of four. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. We've got to do that on every trip with Dale every from now on. Every little trip. Um, Croops, how much have you played of Mario and Rabbids? I have played all of one hour. Ooh. Enough. What, what do you think about it? So it's absolutely not my usual bag. Yeah. But I think it is very good and very fun. Like awesome. I, so I did basically all the tutorials on like a few of the first world. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. That yeah. opening uh scene. The is opening cut, absolutely like, charming. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it for everyone because he kept it under wraps yeah, they, um, they, going into the game. Like why, why what's the what's on? the logic yeah, yeah. and the rationale if, for all this shit together? The opening like five minute CG movie is brilliant. It's yeah, like yeah. Pixar good. Oh, it's not Pixar good. It's got rabbits in it. It's shite Pixar. I, I think the, I think it's shite Pixar. Yes. dinosaur. It's what dinosaur. It's what Pixar is now. It's Cars yeah. Three. Um, <laughs> but I think the rabbits are really funny in that intro sequence. Yeah, they're not funny like, till they get to the next. It's not. They're not funny till they're spliced for me. It's hard to say without without going specific. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's I think a lot of wiping ass jokes. I don't need that. Ass funny. French mate. It's funny. Come on now. Windjammers wiping ass. They're like 15 years behind us in terms of comedy. And music. The, the but the supermarkets are 15 <laughs> years ahead of us. Are they? The, the oh, supermarkets. French supermarket. Are you kidding uh, me? They've got, mi- they've got demystifiers. Demystifiers, mystifiers. On the on the On the fruit and veg. Yeah, what do yeah. they call it? Misters. 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 Mi- like, why is it? Because tomorrow it looks like you a courgette. You, you take it out of the mist, it's actually an apple. Actually, I say that. It's a reality I, I, cloud. I was in France this weekend. I don't know if you heard. My dad got a courgette that was round like an apple. Then what? he cooked it on a barbecue. It was God great. Damn. <laughs> see, see, see what I mean? That's at least 15 years ahead of our supermarket. Uh, we could have square watermelons if we were more open-minded like the French. Yeah. What were we on about? Uh, Mr. Rabbids. Yeah. Rabbids. Is it good? It's brilliant, Gavin. I can't wait. It looks really good. I really want to play it. Because did you ever play XCOM or anything like that? No, never. Because that, that, that's quite intimidating. Where I yeah. think this does a really good, friendly way of getting you into that. Yeah. So I've just done the opening ones, but already now I can like now that I've learned the basics, yeah. I'm like I bet you the later ones are going to be really hard. And Dan Stapleton, who reviewed it for us, like he's a huge XCOM. He's Johnny he's like, Yeah, he's an XCOM out at the same time. Yeah, he's doing all of it. He loves it. Has XCOM been delayed? Was I thought that no, at, at one point they were out on the same day. Ooh, they might have yeah. been released on the same day. But he was saying, like, don't be deceived by its friendly exterior. Like, it's, some the, the it's really challenging it's later on. Fiendish. Awesome. I'm excited. 
It is mystifying to me because I haven't played it. But you know what's not mystifying to me? Because I made it up. <laughs> Keyword countdown. If you don't know what Keyword Countdown is, IMDb categorize their films by a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done, or more specifically, what Casey Coleman has done... Casey Coleman. ...is taken five films, ten keywords apiece, and an absolutely, Casey, fucking banging link between them all. And that's why I've picked it. Um, and what you <laughs> and guys time was against us. And what you guys here have to do is guess what the film is by those keywords. Oh, God, such a good... It's such a good link. Such a good link. And I think you can get it. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <coughs> All right, go on. Uh, Film number one. Investigation. Zodiac. Uh, LA Confidential. Buttocks. Swingers. Seven. Title. The good, good guys. Title spoken by character. The nice guys. The nice guys. Um, title spoken by character. The Mask. Wrestling. The, the Wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> wrestling. It could just be like regular. Oh, Spider-Man. Mentor-protege relationship. Spider-Man again. Foxcatcher. Ooh. Oh, One word title. Good. I thought I had it then. Yeah, that was good. Mm. Wrestling's. That was really good. Investigation. <laughs> That's only Doug's taking a piss for that. Yeah, absolutely, Gav. <laughs> Didn't get it, though. <laughs> Lightning. You know when you, like, lock onto one and you just fucking call yeah, it? Yeah, it's hard. Lightning. The Crow? <laughs> phenomenon. I like Phenomenon. Powder. I used to have a poster Phenomenon on my wall when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, from the video shop. Was yeah, it no. a Phenomenon on one wall and Michael on the other? <laughs> There's a bit of Michael where he claims to invented standing in line. <laughs> I always remember that. It's that like, is funny. He's like, uh, inviting standing in line. Yeah, before that, this is a mess. <laughs> Lightning. <laughs> Sword. Highlander. Yes. Oh, well, well done. done. Is there wrestling in Highlander? I guess it's just... Bit of rough and tumbles. Rough and tumbles. I think there is a famous wrestler in it. Oh the, no! But I think they do wrestle. I think that's yeah. What they do there's your link. Three but points because of res, because of SummerSlam. You think wrestling? Yeah. It's not. That's uh, how they the get other you. two kilt, immortal. Mm-hmm. Film number two. Bare chested male, the wrestler, uh, women in love, the guest, secret mm. passage. Oh, fuck! What's got a secret passage? Temple of Doom. This is a very good clue. Closing eyes of dead person. There's fucking loads of them. Oh, you mean it's not a good clue for this When one. I was a kid, I used to think if you just waved your hand over a dead yeah, person's eye, because it doesn't look like you touch yeah. it at like all. Those dolls that yeah. if you lie yeah. them down Like a Furby close. as well. No, it's not. Closing eyes of dead person. Terrorism. Die Hard. The Rock. Con Air. Mother figure. True Lies. That's secret passage. Mother figure. Assassin. The assassins. Lucky number 11. Eraser. Childhood home. Leon. Mm. Oh. Ooh, uh, uh. Nope. I'm going to just go with it anyway. Avengers Age of Ultron. Sequel. Avengers Age of Ultron. What the fuck is this? 
Vintage car. Kingsman. Kill Bill Volume 2. Final clue. Spy. Oh, Skyfall. Yes. Oh, well done, Joe. Well done, Joe. Yay. Well done, oh. Joey. I thought you might have gone on that one. That's a good one, guys. Very good, very good. <clears throat> Film of three. Skyfall, the good one or the shite one? Good, good one. one. Which one's the shite one? Uh, Spectre. Spectre. Oh, Quantum of Solace. Quantum, Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Fucking, that's not, it doesn't Fuck. count. Royale and all that. I never actually even watched Spectre. Don't bother. Just heard too much shit. Pile of shite. Maybe forgot two hours free one time. Film number three. <laughs> I was just thinking of that Adele song with that Skyfall. Do this in the afternoon. Yeah. I cannot rhyme anything with Skyfall. Come on, guys. <laughs> Film number three. Revenge. Seven. Shared bathroom. Shared bathroom. Starship Troopers. Hmm, good guess. Demolition Man. Uh, I think good guess on the shared bathroom, not on what the film is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to confuse people. Of course. Doctor. Doctor Who. <laughs> Shared Out, outbreak. Theatre Usher. The fuck? Oh, Spider-Man 2? Yes. Holy well shit. Done. Well done, mate. <laughs> well done. Theatre Usher. I'm Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Bloody well hell. Wait, go through the first ones as well as the rest. Revenge. Shared bathroom. Doctor. Shared bathroom. Oh, fuck it, no. Casey did it. <laughs> Casey can fuck off. Who does he share a bathroom with? Is Nan? Doc Ock and his... No, doesn't he share... Is he like um, Franco? Has he not got an apartment with, with Franco him. in the second one? Oh, I don't know. Oh, is it just a bathroom with two... Or maybe it's it. apartment with Franco in the second one and then... But he, he lives in that little flat with that lady, with that girl. Oh, yeah, he but does. Oh, that, no, no, it's yeah. a shared bathroom for the whole floor. That's, and it's, that's a fixing. weird subplot, isn't it? That's got, a weird... Yeah. He put lots of weird subplots in those movies. Yeah. But he doesn't give a shit. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Um, bank Vault... Numbered sequel, this is still Spider-Man 2. Mm. Newspaper, Insect, New York City, Crime Fighter. Would have taken me much too long to get that. Mm. It's arachnid, not an insect. <laughs> <laughs> Take it over that end, do we? All right. <laughs> Film number four. Yeah, All I'm saying is eight legs. Like it's, well, it's seven, four. Two yeah. guesses to Joe. Film number four. Fall. Halloween. Punched in the face. I don't know what type of fall that is. Three word title. Stand by me. Don't know why. Oh, I've already guessed that before. Heart surgeon. Doctor Strange, the man. Wait, Doctor Strange, man. <laughs> Male reanudity. Body surfing. Oh. What the fuck is this? You get that, mate. If you get this, fair play. Bicycle accident. Pear. <laughs> Light triple X2. P-E-A-R. Yeah. Hollywood sign. Oh, my God. Wayne's World? Final clue. Why do I think Wayne's World does that? But they said in Chicago. Oh, I know what it is. It's because Alice Cooper's in it, and Alice Cooper owns one of the letters in the Hollywood sign. Uh, That's Joe's I'll brain. give you a point for that. Different game. <laughs> hey, no. hey, come on. Final clue, Angel. City of Angels. Yeah. Dogma. Well, <laughs> point for Cooper there. 
I don't even know what that is. It's a Nick Cage and yeah. Meg Ryan where he's like, it's where that's, that Goo Goo Doll song is from. Yeah. Iris. Here we go. That's it. <clears throat> Film number five. Library. Seven. Harry Potter. I thought someone would have got that. Title spoken by character. The Page Master. Master. <laughs> I was going to say, I was thinking that. Yes, mate. <laughs> oh. Fuck, if one of these is The Page Master have one day, I'm going to lose my mind. I love that film. Montage. Bone Collector. It's like a shit version of <laughs> Library. Apartment. He thought we'd get it on Library. Written by a cast member. It's a fantastic word. Goodwill Hunting? That's good. Accountant. The Accountant. Uh, Finding Forrester. Chandelier. <laughs> Bloody hell. Chandelier. Oh, that episode of Only Fools and Horses. Jumanji. Scientist. Flubber. <laughs> I wish he'd written Flubber. It'd be a better movie. Paranormal. Ghostbusters. Yes. Oh. Well done. Obviously. Two oh, points there for Joe. So much earlier. I thought library. I thought yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, One so of the scariest scenes of all time. Three guesses and five points to Joe. Oh. Two guesses and eight points to Krupa. Fair play, Krupa. Thanks, dude. I switched around a few of the keywords there because some of them were a little bit easy. Like marshmallow was uh, quite was number nine instead mm. of paranormal. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. Spider-Man Two was an absolute blockbuster. So well, thanks, dude. Thank you. Highlander, Skyfall, Spider-Man Two. City of Angels, Ghostbusters. What is this? You think we could get this as well? Yeah. Like, I, we need to focus on City of Angels. Let's do this together, Joe. We need to focus on City of Angels because we don't know much about that movie. I don't like, even know what that Nick film Cage is. Nick Cage and Meg Ryan, and he's an angel. Hollywood signs in it. I'll give you 30 seconds and I'll involved. give you a, a clue. Okay. But it's a, uh, it's a clue that is not really Destroys the point. Mm. Do we get the point afterwards if we still get it? Do we share yeah. the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have 0.5 each. If you want. <laughs> I, I don't mind. See I thought it was going to be about Scotland at first. It's not. Oh, yeah. But then I can't make the other ones work. 51st State. <laughs> That'd be another Scotland film. <laughs> <laughs> I used to really like that. Yes, it doesn't hold up. Yeah. What is this film? Theme. You've kind of already alluded to it. Scotland. What was the first thing I said? Durin. Oh, all right, Gav. That actually really frightened me. <laughs> I did it, it frightened me. Nick Cage. Durin, when we were chatting. Chatting, you said it. You said the thing. I said lots of things. Page master. No. All of these leads. Oh, no. Okay, just, I think we have to. You want it? I think we have to capitulate. Yeah. So all of these films had a song written for the film, oh. which became oh. successful in its own right. Oh! Yeah. Can you name the songs? Um, so Princess of the Universe, Queen, Highlander. Yeah. Skyfall. Is that, no, Who Wants to Live Forever? They did. Didn't they do the entire soundtrack for Highlander? Yeah. yeah. Princess of the Universe, better song. Uh, Skyfall, Skyfall by Dell. Spider-Man 2's Nickelback. Yeah. And also Dashboard Confessional. They had about four. What four was the Nickelback one like? The first, Hero. The first yeah. one was oh, it Nickelback, might be, wasn't it? I think it's just Chad Kroger did Hero. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah, the first yeah. one or the second one? I think that's the first one. No, that's the second one. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Google Dolls Iris and then Ghostbusters. 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 
Well done. That's a banger. That's really good. That's Absolutely good. Well, who's that from? That is from Casey Coleman. Thanks, Casey. Well done, oh, Casey. I've got a headache. Well done, you. Here we go. Let's do some feedback. Let's. And we can all go home. Number one. Okay. This is from Gary Greenberg, which is, is a it? good name. He says, Goosebumps at Will Superpower. <laughs> oh, Goosebumps. I thought it was a guy called Will Superpower. <laughs> goosebumps at Will Superpower. Context is everything. I was listening to this podcast while getting ready for work and heard the feedback from Alex D, who can make himself get goosebumps at will. Well, I had to write in to say, Alex, you are not alone. I can also make myself get goosebumps at will, and until I heard this on the podcast, I too thought I was the only one. It brings me some level of happiness to know I'm not alone. At the same time, I do feel a bit of sadness now to know that I'm not unique. Anyway, I will just hope this is less of a Highlander. There can only be one kind of superpower. Hey, we already had Highlander. And... <laughs> And you think this is unplanned? <laughs> More of an Avengers slash Defenders brother in arms kind of power. Your goosebumped American friend, Gary. That must be what oh, it's nice. like when doves cry. This is just yeah. fucking, like, you know, connections, lost connections. Yeah. Yeah. people together. Uh, I've got a very quick one here from Matthew Galeza, who says, Hey all, I just want to say I listen every week and I get a shit-eating grin on my face every time I hear the sea and the music for, in for Keyword Countdown. It's like the only bit of production that I've heard on your show, hey. but I just love it. Uh, I mean, I obviously love the show too, but this always makes me smile without fail. Thanks for the show. Um, I just want to say that the song was sent in by Dean from Malta. I think his name is Dean Muscat. That rings a bell. Shit-eating grin is one of the worst phrases yeah. in the English language. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. When you actually imagine it. <laughs> oh, God, that, that scared me, wouldn't that? When I, when I, edit, the po- when I edit the podcast, I, uh, I bring the, int- the, the intro thing in very, very early. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's really good. Um, I've never listened to one that Dale edits, but... I, I bet not. Hopefully he does the same thing. Um, <laughs> who knows what he does. Um, this also, is- we should say, um, whoever's, like Simon Cardi, who just started, he made us a jingle. So, and we think about getting him on next week's podcast, so we'll put that jingle he in. Made us a Did you not know this? He Wait. made us a keyword countdown jingle. And we rejected it. Didn't reject it. We played them all, but still, it wasn't the best one. We still gave you know, it. That's cool. <laughs> yep. It's not past his probation yet. Next. So, this is from Tim, a.k.a. Muddy Bloke. Ugh. All right, random Shitty threesome. <laughs> All right, random me. threesome. I've just found out that Love Film, the Blu-ray rental subscription, is being scrapped as of October. I'm gutted, since this was by far the best way to catch new films each month, or cinema. Um, last month, I managed to watch 12 different new titles, not bad for $9.99 a month. Bragging. Can't lie there, Tim. I guess streaming is the way forward, but a lot of the services don't have new releases on them without paying a lot extra. Now, my film fix is going to take a huge hit. What do you suggest as a good alternative to try out? Sky Movies, Now TV, Amazon Prime, Netflix, watching through people's curtains. That's not true about Netflix. Like, that's one, it's one price and you get everything. Amazon Prime, I guess, is different. No, but I think the point is that Netflix often doesn't have new releases. New releases. Oh. What, does, is, does Love Film have stuff before? Well, when Blu-rays hit, yeah. Oh, oh, so he's like getting every new yeah. Blu-ray release for Because we're kind of at like a third tier now, aren't we? It's like cinema, oh. home ends, then streaming. Yeah. Like, it's right. quite a big okay, yeah, gap yeah, yeah, yeah. between yeah. the two. Like, doesn't Now TV get a lot more stuff? There are some that get, like, Sky is getting stuff really quickly sometimes, but you have to pay a premium. Basically, he's saying for that 10 quid a month, he's getting more new stuff quickly. Right. I, like, I don't know what it is a month, but if you live near a cine world, like, getting unlimited cards. like, what, 12 a month? Yeah, that's probably, if you want to watch new stuff, it's probably not going to get better than that. I think Odeon do that now as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I think more of them doing it because less people go into the cinema, so they yeah. need to yeah. like offer a better service. I, I would look into that. Yeah, I used to. I hate going to the uh, like big cinemas, like with general scumbags. 
But like, when I, I hate was, that guy too. General Scumbags yeah. is a prick. When I, was, I when I was working from home, I was very, I was very close to getting like a Cineworld yeah. limited car because you could just go in the days. Yeah. It's really good. Wow. And it, well, the, apropos to what you said, P.S. Gaff, keep up your good work on being leery at cinema offenders. Hmm. Um, what, so what are we saying? What, what's our advice? Cinema? I think get the, look into the Cineworld card if, you, but if you want to stay at home. Suck it up. I've got to suck it up and maybe just get the Netflix. Love Film's dead, baby. Find, thought, find stuff that isn't new but interesting on Netflix. Honestly, I was surprised to learn that Love Film was still going. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought it'd be shut down with Blockbuster. <laughs> did Amazon, Amazon bought it? Didn't yeah, they? I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. Huh. Nine guys paying 10 quid a month for I've, years. I've just realised this bit of feedback is from, from Casey, Casey Coleman. Coleman. I was excited about reading it and then you took it off. Shit. Um, <laughs> took it off you. Give that job. This is, is about, it? This is about Defenders. Hello, all. Thanks for the jokes and reviews and such. I'm going to read it like this. Thanks for the K- keyword Casey countdown. Usually, I find your reviews pretty helpful. Mm. But must say, after listening to your podcast on The Defenders and watching the first four episodes, I couldn't disagree more. <gasps> you were knocking the fight scenes and chemistry, but after the train wreck that was Iron Fist, this is high art. <laughs> they are meaningful camera angles, depth of field, thematic editing, even the opening title sequence is light years better. Iron Fist had flat lighting like a soap opera. The acting was a joke, and the sets were cheap sets. The Defenders is not as good as Daredevil Season 1, but compared to the other dreck on television, I mean, have you seen DC's Legend of Tomorrow? It is gripping. Not sure if something just didn't grab you in watching it for the review, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. That tone of voice doesn't matter for that, no, last, it doesn't matter for that last bit. <laughs> Thanks, Casey. Kruber, you reviewed Defenders for us. Yeah, it was rubbish. What did you, what did you uh, overall? I, overall, like, okay, because there were f- a couple of episodes I did really yeah. like. Well, three and four like, you did like, didn't you? Yeah, and there's, like, episode, I think, it's called Ashes to Ashes. Yeah. It's, like, six, it's really good as well. It's just really uneven. But, like, it's point where it's, like, compared to Iron Fist, it's good. Yeah, but it's, like, like compared yeah, to a shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. most Rel- things are preferable. Relativity is all. And also, like, like you can't do this relativity game where you com- review everything against everything no, else in existence, yeah, like the Legend of Tomorrow thing. I just think, w- what I said in the overall review yeah. is when they announced they were doing these Netflix TV shows, they announced that Defenders was, like, the gonna, gonna yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. It was gonna be the culmination of all these shows. And it astounds me how little it feels like Luke Cage and Iron Fist set that up yeah and they squander big things in the defenders and it's just ultimately they're just fighting in little warehouses like they're not on the streets of new york saving anyone they're just in these weird anonymous warehouses fighting ninjas for hours yeah it does feel like sorry i think that's what he said it's like when he says like they were cheap sets i feel like it's all pretty cheap to be fair yeah like it's all because they shoot on location in new york and that's why i feel like some of early daredevil it felt like you were on the streets more and i feel like maybe the i don't know if the budget's been stripped back but there's a lot less location shooting in new york so it doesn't have that same sense of place Mm. it does feel like it's been a long time since we've seen superheroes just helping people yeah, in and that's why why was one of the reasons Homecoming was so refreshing. Yeah. I think yeah. it's like all he wants to do is save people. Yeah, mm. I mean that's well, yeah, it's now a tired old point, but yeah, that film is all about action scenes about saving people, not action scenes about fighting people. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's like, why I like early Daredevil when he rescues that kid from mm. Russian traffickers who yeah. are basically going to sell him into like yeah. that's like sex a, trade. That was the point that's a which, brilliant scene. That's yeah. the point at which I was going, firstly, Netflix is doing something a bit darker than everyone else and actually yeah. really interesting. And secondly, oh shit, it's a superhero. Like yeah. it's a guy trying to help. Yeah, that, that seems brilliant. Like oh, midway through when he's like knackered. Yeah. That's so good. I, yeah, there's nothing like that at all in I Defenders. For, for me, I, I've said it before, but like, I was expecting so much from these and 
none of it delivered, not even Daredevil. Like, I'm done with it. Absolutely done with it. I'm hey. done with you, Casey, as well. No. <laughs> but I put this in because it says, not sure if something just didn't grab you and watching it for the review, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was like, that's literally what happened. Yeah. And that's also totally fair. You're allowed yeah. to like it. But we're allowed to hate you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't. Good keywords. Uh, let's start, let's uh, finish on a, um, on, a, on a positive <laughs> note. <laughs> I give you this one. <laughs> this is from Terry Hurley. And the subject line is, right, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Strap in, boys. Hi, guys. So tell me, what is the connection between Citizen Kane, Casablanca, Psycho, and Gone with the Wind? Answer? No? I've had important plot points of these films spoilt for me before I watched them. By us? I don't know. Probably. We've definitely done Citizen Kane at some point. Yeah. Now, seeing as I'm not 105 years old, can you tell me why it's perfectly okay if we go by your, in inverted commas, rules to just talk about the ending of these or any films without (laughs) warning? How do you think that life works for a film geek? Do you think that one day one wakes up and thinks, I love films, and now I will watch every single classic film in the next month? Or do you think it's difficult to watch every single film that's ever been made that you have an interest in in the space of a week or two? You said, a, you said you a month go, before. Why is, he, why is he put these time limits on it? What those were you on, you bellend? By, <laughs> by the logic that you're using, it would be perfectly okay to give away the ending of every single Shakespeare play ever written. Oh, it is. It's yeah. totally fine. Because as they have been out for a few years now, everyone should know everything about them. Hey, there is going to be a new version spelt badly, of Murder on the Orient Express. Would you like to tell me how you would tell you how it's going to end? After all, the original film was released in 1974. That's not to mention the original novel. That's given everyone who goes and sees the new film plenty of time to watch the original. When the new film is released, should I stand outside the cinema and shout out the ending? He strikes me as the type of person who definitely would do that. Yeah. If I do, can I send my hospital bills to you? No spoilers without warning, please. Terry Hurley and Gav's written a rude word at the bottom. <laughs> it's because he wrote some other shit underneath there. Um, See, there's two things going on here because he's saying that, like, it, by his reason, we won't be able to talk about anything ever. Like, yeah, you can never have a meaningful t- discussion about no. stuff. I think, like, we had this discussion today about the yeah. fact that it is coming back to the cinema. Yeah. Suddenly, I feel like there's a new moratorium on spoilers because right. there's a new version of it to a yeah. degree. There's not much to spoil in it. Though. Well, Gav mentioned like the death of a couple of characters in it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like if you like, if you never watched the miniseries or read the book, but you're like, oh, I really like the look of this movie, the new adaptation, yeah. you might not want to know that. So maybe it comes back under the limits for a little bit of time. Yeah. But like, there has to be some like, but the way that he says is people. It's not like we're sitting on this podcast and going, "Oh, and these are the endings of all these different films." It's just like it just comes conversation, up in conversation. Yeah. Because like, I guess we can do a warning before we mention no. any film, but but that is that's critical thought. Like I felt I was on the fence about that um, email that came in that said I ruined the prestige. Yes, that's because we love the prestige and want everyone to enjoy it. Yeah, like we do. But that film's ten years old. Yeah, I think that's fine. And like, there's a point at which you just can't. There's a point where it's on on you and then it's just like... (sighs) And kind of that bit about should I have to go and watch every classic film? If you don't want the ending spoiled, kind of yes. Like, I don't care that... I know what the ending of Citizen Kane is. Yeah. I'm not that bothered about watching it. And also, you really need to film like... 
there's an enjoyment of seeing that film that's independent of a plot point yeah, in like, it. Like, that's not what yeah. that film is. The Shakespeare point is wrong, um, yeah. but he stumbled accidentally onto a good point, which is that when something becomes archetypal of every, like, a huge swathe of culture after that, yeah. it is totally reasonable to talk about the ending of something. Yeah, like, you know, a tragic romance like Romeo and Juliet you want to know the ending of that because that informs so much of our history and so much of pop culture from now. Like, yeah. that's actually... that You should be talking about the ending of these things because they they form oh, what I we are. I yeah. don't want to know the ending to this tragedy. <laughs> um, Joe, do you know the thing, you know, in Jane Eyre? You know the thing in the attic? It's Rochester's wife. <laughs> what? But, like, I'm trying to think, like, if we if we went by his rules, you wouldn't be able to do any kind of like parodies or anything like that. Simpsons would be fucked. Ollie Moss, like, his t-shirt would have him in jail. <laughs> like you wouldn't be able to do anything. Like we talked about it before, with like I saw the Shining, the Simpsons Shining before I saw like The Shining. Like hmm. I saw uh, the end of Scary Movie before I saw Usual Suspects. I, I think like, it's just. It's a big thing if you make it into a thing. And again, I think it devalues Judging a lot of these... That, a that lot guy of these writes mi- his emails. He definitely makes it. But it devalues all these things because basically yeah. you're reducing the value down to an ending. A, an ending yeah. Rather than the piece, like the yeah. actual... Yeah. The execution of it. What I think is like, is difference between... Is it, there's a difference between an episode of Game of Thrones airing in the US and people having just a conversation about it. Especially people you know definitely got each other's mobile numbers and can be texting about it. But like, there's a difference between that and there's a difference between like a website writing a headline which has a spoiler in it or a newspaper running a story which has a spoiler when in it. When you know most, a lot of people are going to watch that, it, yeah. but they're going to watch it in seven hours' time. Yes. I think that's, that's really bad. But I feel like you can't have a go at us for talking about the end. It's a weird thing, this. I've been doing this job like seven years and definitely spoilers have been a thing we discuss and think about way more in the last four years, I'd say. Like, it's become way more dominant in like everything we do. It's strange, isn't it? Because we spend so much time talking about it. It's really interesting. Like, there was an interesting um, sort of debate kicking off on Twitter about it um, where a um, video game website, I was going to say rival, but not rivals, uh, they had done a story about Evo, like the fighting tournament, and and like fair play reported on it. Like you would report on anything as a news journalist. Like you report on the World Cup final or anything like that. Like if that's where esports are, this you know the Street Fighter World Cup is Evo. So. Yeah, you would say who won the World Cup exactly. Um, and they got a lot of shit from different people. Going, oh, cheers, spoilers, because they obviously their headline was. It wasn't Daigo, but Daigo wins Evo 2017. Like, and loads of people were just like, oh, oh, it happened last night. Like, I wanted to get up and watch it. It's people coming from like that movie game yeah, spoiler yeah. culture, applying it to esports. But, but it's like, you won't believe who scored the final penalty. I know, I know. But, but I also saw, I saw a bunch of, um, I saw a bunch of like actual games journalists going, no, I think these people who are saying it's spoiled is absolutely bang on. No. It's like, it absolutely isn't. No. You can't pander to that. Like, that has to be a mind. Set yeah. change regarding, but then that. like, how is that different to like doing a spoiler? Where it's just, it is different. It is just different. Just revealing who dies on Game I'm, of Thrones or something like that. To be fair to Terry, like it's a it's a movable feast when people decide that the moratorium on spoilers is over, yeah. and you can have things spoiled before you want them to. Like, take that person watching the Prestige; they didn't expect us to talk yeah. about the ending of that film. Yeah. So it is. It can be maddening, but. And we respect your listenership, but if you're listening to a pop culture podcast yeah. and not expecting us to talk about pop culture, 
what the, what the fuck yeah. do you want? <laughs> like, that's all I want to know. I also feel like if you're listening to a podcast and they start talking about something that you haven't seen, just whack, just press forward. Press fast forward a little bit, right? Like, we're not, we don't just go, um, and then it proceeds, <laughs> at the end it proceeds. We're not saying it that quickly. Mm. <laughs> just we? blurting it yeah. out. <laughs> um, also, I don't think, have we talked about the end in the prestige? Well, apparently I did. Yeah. God damn you. I think I just said a thing. Watch it, it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It actually doesn't matter. It doesn't. Because there's, firstly, yeah. there's like 60 other twists. Yeah. Uh, and here they are. Oh, great. Now we know the 60 other twists. I'm going to be counting them, Joe. Terry! <laughs> so thank you very much for your email, Terry. But we're going to. I don't know, I was going to say politely decline, but... We weren't very polite. Nothing's going to happen based on the vacuum email, Terry. I do feel quite bad. I, I think he sparked an interesting discussion. He, he did. did indeed. Well done, Terry. In if an nothing annoying else. way. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. What do you think about spoilers? What are your rules for spoilers? We're, no, we're, no, you, we're not discussing you know. it again. No, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, in, we won't be on the next one. <laughs> I'm talking about it. Send in uh, your replacement C words. <laughs> IGN underscore UK Fever got IGN.com. Thank you very much. We'll be in the back next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.